Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 25th of September, the 268th day of 2023, with only 97 days ahead of us on our way to 2024. Another way to look at that is, though we are at less than 100 days remaining, we still have a little over a quarter of the year left, during which time we'll have all of this brand new autumn to enjoy before starting in on, dare I say it, winter. Though, fear not, that's a ways away. John Keats's Ode to Autumn affords us some solace. Season of mists and mellow fruitfulness, he writes, Close bosom friend of the maturing sun, conspiring with him how to load and bless with fruit the vines that round the thatch eaves run, to bend with apples the mossed cottage trees, and fill all fruit with ripeness to the core, to swell the gourd and plump the hazel shells with a sweet kernel to set budding more and still more later flowers for the bees until they think. Warm days will never cease. We had a few bees this past week in our garden, along with an occasional hummingbird hovering momentarily at one of this year's last hollyhock blossoms. Other flying visitors, wrens, sparrows, chickadees, and finches, were mostly here browsing among recently fallen seeds from the Queen Anne's Lace and the Evening Primrose. And within the last few days, local and regional media have been mentioning the increasing range of a Korean and Japanese immigrant known scientifically as the Aminthus worm or jumping worm, first detected in Maine in 2014 and now found in gardens across the state. Entomologists continue to work on a strategy for coping with the creature. Apropos of the jumping worm stories this past week was the 2023 rendition of the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association Common Ground Fair in Unity this past weekend. Thank heaven for some of our Maine traditions. Speaking of heavenward, look eastward just after sunset for the great square of the constellation Pegasus the Flying Horse ascending in the eastern evening sky. The great square consists of four stars of nearly equal brightness and having interesting names, specifically Sheat, Alfarats, Markab, and Algenib. To locate them, star hop from the Big Dipper to Polaris, then along an imaginary line to the W-shaped constellation Cassiopeia, the Queen, and finally to the great square of Pegasus. Then, just after sunset on Thursday, we have September's full moon, known variously as the harvest moon, the corn moon, the falling leaves moon, the leaves turning moon, the moon of the brown leaves, the yellow leaf moon, the child moon, the mating moon, and the rutting moon. Today, in 1513, Spanish explorer Vasco Núñez de Balboa crossed the Panama Isthmus, purportedly becoming the first European to see the Pacific Ocean. Today, in 1775, American Revolutionary War hero Ethan Allen was captured. Today, in 1789, the U.S. Congress proposed the Bill of Rights. Today, in 1875, Billy the Kid escaped the jail in Silver City, New Mexico, by climbing out the chimney. Today in 1890, Sequoia National Park, California's first national park and the nation's second, was established by President Benjamin Harrison. Today in 1924, Malcolm Campbell set a world auto speed record at 146 miles per hour. 
Today in 1926, Henry Ford announced the new eight-hour, five-day work week for workers at the Ford Motor Company. Today in 1947, at the second Cannes Film Festival, Walt Disney's Dumbo won the Best Animation Award. Today in 1962, challenger Sonny Liston knocked out Floyd Patterson to win the World Heavyweight Boxing title. And today in 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor was sworn in as the first female U.S. Supreme Court Justice. Today, 1944, in New Brunswick, New Jersey, Michael Douglas was born to American actor Kirk Douglas and British actress Diana Douglas. The couple sent their son to Choate Rosemary Hall, private boarding and day school, just up the road from New Haven's Yale University. Though after Choate, Michael went to the other side of the country, to the University of California at Santa Barbara for his undergraduate schooling. There he became much enamored of acting after performing in a student production of as You Like It, which virtually obliterated his original intentions of becoming a lawyer. Biographer Ed Morrow says acting wasn't easy for Michael, whose stage fright was so severe that he kept a wastebasket just off stage to accommodate his terror-induced vomiting. Eventually, however, Michael overcame his fear, learning his craft on the job in a succession of off-Broadway plays and minor movies. His break big break occurring with his part as a rookie cop in the television series The Streets of San Francisco, which he would leave in the mid-1970s to become a producer. In 1976, his first production, an adaptation of Ken Kesey's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, became the first film in more than 40 years to win all top five Academy Awards. Today is also the birthday in 1764 of HMS bounty mutineer Fletcher Christian. In 1897 of American novelist William Faulkner. In 1903 of Beach Aircraft co-founder Olive Ann Beach. In 1906 of Russian composer, composer Dmitry Shostakovich. In 1929, of American journalist Barbara Walters. In 1936, of American Delta Blues guitar player and vocalist Boo Boo Barnes. In 1943, of an American rock vocalist and guitarist Jules Gary Alexander and rock keyboardist John Locke. In 1947, of American model Cheryl Teagues. In 1948, of American blues and rock singer-songwriter Kathy MacDonald. In 1949, of American actor Anson Williams. In 1951, of American actor Mark Hamill. In 1952, of American feminist Bell Hooks and American actor Christopher Reeve. And in 1961, of American actress Heather Locklear. For more on Omain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the first official week of autumn and to the 38th week of 2023.